You're listening to Around Comics, episode 176. From the campus of the Savannah College of Art and Design in historic Savannah, Georgia, this is Around Comics, the comic book culture podcast. I'm Jeremy Mullins, and I'm joined today by uh, my web comics class here at SCAD. Woo! <laughs> I'm joined by my co-host, Jarrett Williams. What's going on, people? Mia Paluzzi. I'm the Marvel girl of our group. <laughs> <laughs> Rashad Doucet to the ladies. Sadly, Doucet to my mom. (laughs) (laughs) And the illustrious Kevin Burkhalter. Burkhalter! On every Monday episode like this one, we go over the week in comic book news and review our favorite books from the previous week in Top of the Stack. Joining us at the round table also is Nat Landry. Go! <laughs> In my dictionary. <laughs> Tyler Nickham. Hi. Oh. oh. And Jason Hornsby, fellow hey, classmates. Also known as James Hornsby. But... Oh. <laughs> 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 we call him Jason when we're talking. Do over. Do over. Nope, nope, we're going. Let's keep going, man. InStockTrades.com is offering this month's reading selection, the originals, to around comic listeners for an amazing 35% off the cover price. Get your copy today for only $11.69 for the soft cover or $16.22 for the hard cover. Check out the Eisner winning graphic novel by Dave Gibbons. Watch Moon. <laughs> InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of collected editions you need. It's your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions. Omnibus. The editions. Son of Galactus. Omnibus. <laughs> and the more. Son of Galactus. <laughs> all at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over $50 ship what? Free! Whoa, free. That's how I like, like a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Later this week, the guys in Chicago will be talking about Sal selections in the month's club. Be on the lookout for that. As you've probably figured out by now, Chris, Sal, Tom, Scotty, and the regular Chicago crew will be taking a short hiatus from the show production. But don't freak out! Oh, we, yeah. the graduate students of the Sequential Art Department at the Savannah College of Art and Design, have volunteered as fill-in artists to give you, the Around Comics listeners, something new on your podcast feed. A bunch of college kids. Cut up, While the guys enjoy their break. If you like the show today, let the Chicago crew know. Email them at uh, chris at aroundcomics.com, or better yet, post a comment on their forum. Uh, we're recording today in this stately and very pink Norris Hall, located at... It's like a Hello Kitty building. <laughs> located at 5... We Park. like Hello Kitty. Love scared. He just gave us a pretty pink building. At 548 East Broughton Street in Savannah, Georgia. For more information about the college and our various programs of study, please visit www.scad.edu. <laughs> 
Awesome. Now it's time for Wire to Wire comic book news. Wire to Wire comic book news. Rashad, do say. Rashad, will you uh, step up to the mic yes, and no tell problem. us what's going on? No problem. Um, <laughs> um, first off, first off, uh, recently just found out that uh, Fox is suing uh, Warner Brothers and halting the production of Watchmen. Um, pretty much, what's going on is that um, wait, they're stopping it totally. Oh uh, yeah, it's the, it is stopped right now as of today. Maybe that's <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. Well, I don't know. See, uh, you know, Zack Snyder, the guy who directed uh, Sin City, is the behind it. Did. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that guy's pretty cool. But uh, what happened is some bureaucratic nonsense where uh, back in the day, some guys wrote a version of Watchmen that was pitched to Fox. Fox owned some of the rights or something like that, and now they're saying that Warner Brothers hasn't paid them their share of the money for that long over that dead project from years ago. So yeah, Watchmen. Might be on halt for a minute. I'm sure they'll solve it. They need the money. The same thing's going on with the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Um, there was True. an article on Fark.com actually the other day about it's how Fark. Fark.com. That's my website. Want to clear that up? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, apparently, uh, Beeline didn't <laughs> pay some trust. Um, the right amount of money, and uh, it's halting production of the Hobbit right now. That's nice. nice. <laughs> what? what? You like Hobbits, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? Right now. You know, they're, they're cute. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. They have big feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, know, you know Sam pulled it down. He's a Sam and Frodo fan. You, you see Sam with all the kids in that movie. <laughs> um, also, what's also going on, um, I'm sure you guys have heard this, but this is, you know, for us Star Wars fans. and uh, There's a new Clone Wars animated movie coming out. It's going to be 3D. That's kind of cool. And then it's going to spin off onto Cartoon Network. Um, it's Wait, it's like 3D animation? 3D animation, sir. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought they got Is it, is it like 3D, 3D? Like, yeah, no, no, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like 3D. 6D, like the Beowulf movie? Like where it was 3D no, animation no, plus not, the 3D yeah, like, giving us 6D? Like, is it no, like that? No, not to the point where you want to throw up, like, I mean, I'm sorry, Beowulf was a good movie. Um, <laughs> uh, no. Sick burn. <laughs> no, like, uh, you know, like cartoony style. 3D. Okay, it's just like 3D yeah, animation. It's like um, similar, not similar, similar to the style that the other cartoons were done, the Clone Wars cartoons. Right. Except, uh, except Anakin doesn't look so much like Hayden Christensen. Yeah, no, he doesn't look so much like. And him. and you know what? I really, I really, honestly want to know how the hell does Anakin Skywalker have his own cat on? Because Josh says so, Mia. When because this is his word is law. This is between <laughs> movies two and three. What the hell is he doing with that little redskin chick? She's I mean, hot. she's hot, but yeah, it, what? Is there another question after that? Other yeah. <laughs> hot with a lightsaber? Oh, yeah, man, I don't support Padawan on Padawan. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Not unless Padme's included. I mean, I know, I know it's a progressive society, but yeah. you gotta draw a line somewhere. You know, before long, Padawan on Cat and oh, oh. <laughs> that's, that's kind there, of a big jump there. There's always cats involved. There are Jedi cats and going donkeys. On. That's gonna... Anyway, anyway, also, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ignore all this dirtiness. Um. Please. <laughs> There's a new Iron Man book, uh, the second Iron Man series coming out with Salvador <gasps> LaRocca on the art. Yes. Salvador LaRocca? Salvador LaRocca of X-Men fame. Guy's been around for a while, guys. He's been done a lot of books. Currently, he's drawing, um, man, he's currently, I think he did an X-Men issue not too long ago. Oh, he's drawing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man right now. He's on it. And um, Matt Fraction is doing the writing, the guy who wrote uh, Casanova and writes Iron Fist. You guys read Casanova? Casanova's a good book. It is a good book. I think it's a trade, man. 
I met my freshman once. It's pretty cool. No, oh. man, you gotta like get the floppies because it's got like all that extra bonus material on the back. It's only like, in the his, floppies. Yeah, his process oh. stuff, like what he was thinking about and stuff. Like nice. it's only in the floppies. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah. So he's him and LaRocca gonna be doing an Iron Man book and uh, come out. I guess right around the time the movie will be out, so that should be interesting. Um, on a slightly sad note, uh, Steve Gerber, the creator of How to Duck and Omega Don Known, has oh. passed away. Steve. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. What a jerk! No, what a jerk! What you guys? <laughs> no, 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 no. Once you guys see her by top of the stack, you'll know why I said that. All okay, right. yeah. Well, you know, how the duck guy, he's, he's passed away. He's kind of sad. And also, the, uh, Stephen Peru, the, the colorist um, who's 26 years old, he died yeah, last and he's, week, too. Man, he's doing a bang of job. How old was he? 26? Yeah. He's 26, yeah. Same age as me. What did he die of? Um, what I heard rumored was a heart attack. Um, I haven't actually gotten to go back and see if any of the articles confirmed that. But, um, That's terrible, young people dying. Yeah. yeah. He was a really accomplished car- or, uh, colorist as well. Yeah, yeah. His he was doing... Would we, would we recognize some of his... Tell me, tell me some of the stuff. Yeah, he was working on... Uh, just recently, he was uh, Teen Titans Year One with... Um, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. He, that, no, you know, get out of here. That's yeah, he, yeah he he was doing, that. Wasn't he doing the Hercules? Yeah, he was doing Hercules, he was doing too. Hercules. He was doing like, like a few Marvel and DC books right now. Yeah. yeah. He had that really kind of like... Really pretty light. Yeah, really pretty light. Like, like the, the lighting, every time you look at his pages, you're like, oh, that's pretty did you see? Did you see at the end of that uh, that Titans Year One, the uh, the issue that came out last week, the one with uh, Wonder Girl when she shows up on the yeah, scene? Yeah, that was a great yeah, And then yeah. all the face shots of the guys. Yeah, and like nice. that sequence from like from like where Green Arrow is, is, is shooting after speeding on. I mean, the colors through the whole thing were awesome, but just the Paul lighting the bang of jobs oh, yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> in, yeah. from there on was awesome. Yeah. Nice. And uh, last, uh, we have uh, 2000 AD is expanding their uh, downloadable content at clickwheel.net. They're now off- at first, we're just doing uh, original content and current things, but now they're offering everything from 2007 is available to download. And eventually, it's going to spin off and they have their own 2000 AD website. So check it out at uh, clickwheel.net. You get some 2000 AD awesomeness over our. Over the season. Man, did you guys ever ever read 2000 AD in like the 80s? Like, man, they were I, I mean, someone's gonna argue with me, but I felt that, like the 90s Whatever. were pretty bush. But like, man, as a kid, like, first of all, like that that band, that metal band, Anthrax, they used to wear Judge Red shirts all the time, <laughs> and it was like, I was like, who's that comic guy? I don't know that comic guy. And then I looked into it, and man, I would go, I would jump through hoops to get that stuff mailed to me. But man, any British cartoonist that eventually just nailed it big over here was was in that mag in the 80s and it was just the yeah. level of no, artwork no. of 2018 are they going to put the old ones on on the, on they the website they're or? saying not yet they want to do some original content and recent things they, a lot of the stuff they said they don't technically own like judge dread they don't they want to have characters <laughs> the company solely owns not sharing with right. creators and so it's gonna be a while before i'm, I'm sure it's gonna happen because obviously they have a lot of backlogs and archives that would love to put up there um, also, th- this came out this week, uh, Freak Angels, Warren Ellis' webcomic. Um, it's an awesome comic by Warren Ellis, the guy who you know created Authority and writes a crap load of books right now. Wow, who's drawing it? Uh, this guy named uh, Paul... <laughs> oh, man, I can't pronounce his last name. Puffington or something like that. He draws kind of like... His, his style is similar to um, Josh Middleton. Yeah, it's freakangels.net or dot com. Josh Middleton, he did yeah. the NYX series, and he's yeah, yeah. a real cool, like, illustrator. That's like, cool. Yeah, style. Yeah, it's really, and it's Freak Angels. It's really nice. Warren Ellis. Good stuff. What's that web address again? Uh, freakangels.net, I think is what it is. .net or .com. Nice. Yeah, the first, <laughs> the first, <laughs> the first <laughs> couple of yeah. pages. 
yeah. Well, and then the first like six pages are up right now. This started recently, so I'm sure. Yeah, it'll be more. It'll be awesome. Probably do a Google search. Yeah, yeah. Freak Angels. That's easy to remember. Freak Angels. Freak Angels. Wait, wait. Say search. search. Freak Angels. Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah, I start saying we better attack all the Warren Ellis. I don't want. I don't want to know what comes out when I type in Freak Angels. I don't. I don't want. I don't want you to find out either. And also Flash Garden. Flash Garden, new Flash Garden. Oh, oh man. Yes. Art Entertainment is going to be putting out a new Flash Garden comic, and we should all be excited. Hot. We like, should all be excited. Yeah. Why should we be that excited? I don't, I don't know. Are you over it? Are you over, Are you over Flash? Flash? You know what? You How know dare what? you? Fight <laughs> <laughs> right now. Flash Gordon. Let's go. Let's go. Flash I'm sorry. You better like, wait. Wait. New Flash Gordon TV show? TV show. That show doesn't count. That show's no, 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 yeah, we just will say we'll say that show doesn't count. Yeah. If by that doesn't count means you shouldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Right, you got me. You got me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, this portion of Around Comics is brought to you by Bizarre New World. The critically acclaimed series returns in a new prestige one shot. After the first miniseries, the cat is out of the bag. Yeah. I, Man, crazy. Uh, the worldwide <laughs> the worldwide population suddenly gains the ability to fly. A desperate phone call from his son forces Paul Crutcher to run the gauntlet of insanity to get to Arizona. But with By the time we get to Arizona. <laughs> but, but with chaos ripping across the planet and everyone airborne, the journey through California won't be easy. It's never easy. Like on Cloverfield. No. We, you know, oh, yeah. if we were all in Cloverfield, none of us would have survived. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would have done it. I know. Yeah. No, actually, Me and Matt and Jared would have survived. All of us actually would have survived because when they were like, oh, let's go to the Burton Bridge, we would have been like, yeah, screw that, we're going to the <laughs> So, So find out why... <laughs> find out why AintItCoolNews.com called Bizarre New World... One of the best new comics of 2007. <laughs> Pre-order your copy of... Bizarre New World. Bizarre New World. <laughs> Population Explosion. <laughs> From the February issue of previews. And to purchase the original three-issue miniseries, head to your local comic shop or visit us, that's us, I guess, at www.apecomics.com. You know what? I want to thank Rashawn. Thank you very much for all your uh, top of the stack action. And I also want to give a shout out uh, to someone behind the scenes. Uh, Miss Andrea Bell has worked very, very hard. Has worked very, very hard. She's serving as our, our producer today. And she so freaking She had. She had all of literally four days to learn the software and the equipment hookup, and we really appreciate her hustling and uh, getting that done. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now it's time for Top of the Stack. Top, top of the, top stack. Of the stack. Stack, stack, stack. And this week's Top of the Stack is sponsored by Lunar Boy. By yours truly, me, Jared Williams. Now, Lunar Boy is the web's coolest, hippest, so fresh and so clean kid with an afro. Catch <laughs> out his weekly adventures, graphic novels, and more. 
at www.lunarboyland.com celebrating one full year of Lunar Boy Mischief. So, yeah. Yeah. One year, yeah. man. One year already? One year already. So, Jared, so Jared, Mr. Lunar Boy, yeah. why don't you kick us off with with your top of the sack? Oh, what man. are you reading this week, man? What was dude. what was number one on your hit parade? Oh, dude. Scott, what was number one on your hit parade? Scott Pilgrim, volume four. Volume four? Tell us about it, sir. I'll say first, I was like really excited because I ordered it off of like Amazon and it was right. like taking a crap load of time to get to me. Oh, oh man, like I have a lot of it was worth the wait, man. Like, first of all, it's like maybe like 250 or so pages. The first eight pages are in color, and like you know, this series has kind of got like a lot of hype behind it since like volume one, just for kind of being sort of fresh. I think, especially in the indie scene, of kind of combining like the best of like indie and manga yeah. all in one, you yeah. know, definitely. And uh Volume four, like and video games and vi- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it just yeah. references so much and like I think what I like most about volume four, like for those of you who haven't read Scott Pilgrim, I'm kind of assuming a lot of people have. Yeah, I mean, well, it's pretty much about this guy Scott Pilgrim who's like you know his girlfriend Ramona Flowers. Pretty much in order to kind of hook up with this girl that he really wants, he has to like beat her seven ex boyfriends. Her evil ex boyfriend. Evil, yeah, evil, evil. Don't we learn that uh, one of them was uh, not necessarily a boy? Dude, that was like the big with volume four. <laughs> there was some like you know HLA some hot lesbian action in this movie, you know. But uh, Man, you know that, that yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a, you're in a lesbian. I'm in all kinds of things. Nice. Jared, the question is, who isn't into lesbians? Yeah, good, great question. But well, yeah. here's one person. <laughs> Tyler. Tyler. Anyway, yeah, like what I like about it, um, it continues with what's kind of like I think what's good about the first um books in the series, um, really good use of like spotted blacks throughout his work. Um, he really pushed his backgrounds. I thought in this volume as well, and where's like stepped in, it up enough? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, Kevin, you mentioned like his handwork. Yeah, like, man. Like, there's definitely like, progression in like. He's also got cleaners. Yeah, definitely. But like those first volumes, I was reading them. Like I got them all. At once. Oh, cool. And, at, a, at SPX. And you got like all three of them? Yeah, all three of them. And I read through all three of them, and I was like, man, you know, I love the comic. Thought it was great, but I was like, these hands are killing me. They're like, I don't know, like mushed up like spaghetti balls or something. <laughs> I don't know what they are. But like this one, I would say like, wow. Like I was looking at the hands because that's the first thing. I was like, you know what? Let's see how the hands are coming along in this one. And you know what? Yeah. Well done. I agree. Well done. And um, I know Shad's some... looking at your hands. Oh, <laughs> he's oh, into all oh, kind of things. They're above the table. You got pretty hands, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Getting hot in here. Getting hot in here. Dude. So yeah, like. <laughs> where's the two? Like, Poor Jared. <laughs> where's like the past books have kind of been more focused on like Scott Pilgrim and his band and the music. Like this one's been like more about like. What's going on inside of Scott Pilgrim's head a little bit more, like you know? Well, he grows his... up a little yeah. bit too. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, he gets a job, man. Yeah, which yeah. Big deal for him sleeping on someone's. So there's some character change. Yeah, yeah man, and I mean, support. and we finally get to see Scott sleeping with his roommate, his gay roommate, yeah, Wallace, is... yeah. Well, not sleeping together, everybody, but sleeping. In the... They share a bed. Because the they're poor. Totally they're... Scott, yeah. Scott Pilgrim's totally poor. straight. Wallace you know, is not. No homo. We're not. We're not. We're not insinuating anything. I'm just saying. We no, 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 no. Just to clarify. I would totally lay in the bed with you, Kevin. <laughs> you, know, so, you know what? 
Take that as a compliment. There you go. Art, <laughs> art schools, very little. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be a very secure man to lay down next to another man in bed. But yeah, and I must say too, the the packaging for this book. Yeah. Yes, the, oh, back, oh, yes. Yes. Like, oh, the back cover. With the pixel yeah. art. Yeah, and the 8-bit. Oh, my God. The eight pages of color on the interior. Well, the color is cool. I wish you would do, like, a mini, like, in color. That would be nice. That color is smooth, That color is really Yeah, after cool. seeing, yeah. like, the first couple of pages, you really want to see, like, a whole Scott Pilgrim book. Like, and, and yeah, yeah. yeah you you like, just, a, a mini. Like, just a mini. So I assume, you know, printing the whole thing in color would be expensive. But, Jesus. And there's a black girl. Oh, oh yes! Oh my gosh! Represent. There's finally a sister in Canada. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's, it's really a monumental moment, like in the Dude. Star Wars when Empire Strikes Back, Lando Calrissian, the first, the first Space black film. man, Space the first film. black man in a galaxy far, far away. Dude. Well, well, Dude. well, what do we have here? So that's, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, it always comes back to Star Wars. Always. So, so that's my pick this week. Top yeah. of the stack, Scott Pilgrim, buy it for you. There you nice. go. Oh, yeah, check it out, people. Yeah, check tell it out. Yeah, tell me about the back, in the back, that little warning thing. That thing was hilarious. Yeah, like, kind of like in an old to manga telling you how to read the book. <laughs> yeah, if you've you. ever picked up a manga novel, <laughs> yeah. they always have this, like, stop, read it backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, you can read, it's, it tells you, it's like, you can read this book any way you want. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can start in the middle if you want to. It's like, it was, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it's funny. All right. It's pretty good. Thank you, Jared. No problem, no problem. Rashad, why don't you go next, my friend? Is it me? Yeah, Rashad. All right, all right. Ducey to the lady. Ducey. Yeah. Anyway, so this week, I got um, Uncanny X-Men number 495. It's the first part of the Divided We Stand storyline. And so, like, it's just a focus on Scott and Emma. They take a little vacation in the Savage Land. And I, I I like this because, one, it's downtime. And normally, when Claremont used to write this book, we get a downtime and they play baseball or whatever. But this is that was, who's writing it, Claremont? No, no, no. Ed Brubacher is writing this. Oh, okay. It's a beautiful art by Mike Choi. Just amazing artwork. If you remember when we used to work on Witchblade back in the day, you can see how long, you know, he's come a long way. He wasn't bad then, but he's really good now. But, um, yeah, so it focuses on Scott and Emma's relationship, giving him a little little breathing room. Whore. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, there's, there's a Jean Grey fan in the house. Hey, hey, there's a Jean Grey fan. Look, Cyclops has developed greatly. The writers seem to be freer when Dude. she's not attached to his old high school. That has girl. nothing to do with her being a slut. Oh, you know hey, but Emma's fine, man. She's fine as hell, man. Emma, Emma will take Emma, dude. You, you talk about Emma. Emma will work your ass over. I'm sorry, man. Boy. She I'm that's the type of girl. She gets in your head, literally. That's scary as hell. Well, she's well, so the other one. Yeah, but, 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 Jean, yeah. but Jean had like the rules, like I won't go in your mind if you ask me. Emma's like, I'll go in your mind even if you don't. Anytime ask me. I want, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll look like I Jean. I look like Jean. Come here, now keep in mind the comics. They only got they got together because yeah, she yeah. was acting like Jean in right. Scott's dreams. Right. He was messing with her telepathically cheating on his wife. <laughs> only in comics, folks. That was kind of hot. That was kinda <laughs> only hot. in comics, yeah. you telepathically cheat on your wife. Anyway, not talking about Cyclops. Anyway, he's developed greatly. Um, this is coming out of the end of the Masai Complex storyline. If you guys haven't read that, you should pick up the trades, pick up the back I really, issues. You know, along this like whole like Emma line, like Emma Scott line, like I have to I have to say that like since she's been introduced, I mean, 
finally we have some character development. Oh yeah, like, with Cyclops. Yeah. Like, amazing. Like, you know, I'm just gonna put this out there. I never liked Cyclops until he got yeah. until he got yeah, with Emma because I was like, right. he's so boring. Jesus, just but get him she, off the And they book. work, but I guess he's like the straight man of her wildness. Yeah, so it yeah. kind of like it works out. Like she gets in his head, she gets him to loosen like up. Like he's yeah. he's her moral compass. She's yeah. trying really hard to be good. Yeah, he seems like know. an actual person now instead of being that guy that is Wolverine. My favorite scene in this whole comics. There's a scene where he's there in the Savage Land. You guys taking a vacation. They got these two dinosaurs fighting. Yeah, that that was nice. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait. Here's the cool part. Like she was talking to Shana the She Devil because it's Savage Land, so Kazar is gonna be there. So she's talking to Shana, and she's like, she's talking, telling Shana how it's awesome. She's looking inside his head as he's watching this dinosaur fight, and while everybody's cheering, he's. Tactically breaking the fight apart, seeing how he could win, which shows how Cyclops is. The man is always thinking about tactics because he's responsible for a lot of people working together. So I thought it was a great scene. She said that's what she loves about him because he's like this, this man. His head is amazing. Then and it's and great. it goes it goes a step farther too because uh, Shadow makes some comment about. Um, Oh, it's a pity you'll never be able to look him in the eye. And yeah. she's like, uh, I can turn into diamond. I can look him in the eye anytime I want yeah. to. She's like, I'm a step above Jean Grey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's great. It's just great stuff like that he's been doing with Emma that, that works. Because she. it just seems like the relationship, which is, I know this is fiction, it seems more real, more like healthy. Whereas in Scott and Jean, it just seemed like mm-hmm. they were supposed to be together. It's yeah, like that high school right. girlfriend that, yeah, you, that yeah. you won't break up with and you, whatever. But yeah, they will. Because yeah. Cyclops has always been a buster. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Even in like the X-Men, Capcom X-Men games, yeah. whatever, he's a buster. But like, he's starting to develop now. You yes. know, and, I'm and he's starting... definitely the leader of the X-Men now. In this, in this uh, for, for those of us who are of the Caucasian persuasion, what is a buster? <laughs> <laughs> A bust is a straight up punk. Yeah. <laughs> straight up punk. Oh, I know what a punk is. Footnote brought to you. <laughs> straight up. Cultural footnote brought to you by InStockTrades.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, Burkhalter, what you reading, man? Tell us what you're oh, reading, buddy. Man. All right, well, I I picked well uh, something a little different. You know, I uh, anybody who knows me knows. We know you. Yeah. I don't um, know. Yeah, well, I know you're right. Uh, we know you. I, <laughs> you my, my deal is. Well, Look you over, turn you sideways. You over. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, hey. Wow. Let, let the man speak about his funny book. Let the man speak about his funny book. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Tell us what you're reading. What you Tell us what you're reading. So, I, I, today I picked Will Eisner's uh, A Life in Pictures. And uh, it's this new, really nice, hardbound uh, collection of Will Eisner's um, autobiographical stories. And, um, you know... That makes sense, because, like, in, in, I'm going to do a shameless plug for you, Kevin. Like, if you don't know, Kevin does online journal comics, autobiographical. You should check them out. Where, should we, where, where can we find that, Kevin? Uh, well, right now I'm working on my website in uh, you know who's class, <laughs> but uh, that would be me. Yeah. In in the meantime, you can go to my live journal uh, account, which is uh, cartoonist uh, at live journal or dot live journal dot com. You gotta spell it, dude. It's, 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 it's K A R two. The digit two. The digit two. N I S T. And I'm sorry for the confusion, but I was in high school when I thought of that, and I was like, I am the man! That's awesome! You are a cartoonist! I'm a cartoonist! And, in, and if you go to their Round Comics forum, uh, there's a sticky note for uh, of all my webcomic recommendations, and of course, I'm going to pimp my own kids, so... Uh, <laughs> and you, can find, you can find a link to his live journal there, so just go to aroundcomics.com, go to the forum, look for our sticky note on webcomics, 
and look for his goodness. But tell us more about Will Eisner. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So uh, this this book has uh, five separate stories inside of it, and um, they 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 talk about different periods in Will Eisner's uh, life. And which one was the coolest? Uh, oh, they were all cool, but uh, I think that the, the the neatest one was called The Dreamer, and uh, it's about uh, Will Eisner's uh, early years in the industry during the uh, 1930s, and he was struggling to start his career as a cartoonist, and so um, he uh, buddied up with uh, a friend, and they started their own studio, and he took on like several different pseudonyms to like get more work. Like, cool, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, a lot of guys did that back yeah. then. Yeah, and oh, so yeah, yeah. he he finally found that he was getting so much work that he had to hire on like a studio, like of other creators, and so um, he he got the studio together. And what's really cool about it is there there were people like Jack Kirby in, in the studio. You Get know? out of here, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, wow. Bob Bob Kane, yep. you know, the man. Get out of here. Invented uh, Batman. Yeah, man. so. Yeah, and, and there there were like older cartoonists on their way out of the industry in the studio, and there were just new ones, and it's just it was so incredible because there's little anecdotes about Jack Kirby, and there's a little anecdote about Bob Kane, and it's and the thing that's really cool about it is in in this in the in the story he changes their name, he gives them a, a fake name, but at the end of the story there's a little section that tells who everybody is. And um, they're, they're a bunch so you're not distracted by the star power exactly. while you're reading the story. Exactly. Oh, that's tight. Yeah. Oh, and that's tight. Yeah, like, <laughs> but the Jack Kirby story in there was so like crazy. I was like, wait, who the hell is that? Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. So I flipped to the back because I knew that section. I was just like, oh my god, that's Jack Kirby. Like that's the, the man. He's just a small little guy. Oh man, it, he draws Jack Kirby awesome. And like, what's this compilation called? Um, a Life in Pictures. Life in Pictures. Yeah. Uh, Fanographics, is that it? Um, Who put it out? Look, it looks fine. W.W. Oh. Norton. Yeah. Norton. Norton, okay. Yeah, and this is solid. It's it's amazing. And then there's a, the, there's a longer story that takes up most of the book. And uh, there's, uh, and it's about Will Eisner's family and like his whole childhood. But it's, it's, it's told through a series of flashbacks as he's on the train to boot camp getting ready to go into World War Two, And uh, he, it was after he was drafted, and it it's mind-blowing. It's it's the main reason to pick up this book. Hey, nice. Yeah, man. it is. It nah, is incredible. I don't get this. Way yeah. to bring up Will Eisner. Yeah, let, me, let me see yeah. this real quick. Yeah, yeah man. Count the wind. Let me look at this. You bring up Will Eisner. Well, yeah. that's... Trump it's, card. It's not me. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I, oh, I, know, I figured I'd just start off, because, you know, my next top of the stacks are going to be... Hopefully a little more obscure and, you know, mini comic oriented, indie ground, underground, you know. But you got to pay respect. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm looking through this right now and you're right. This is gorgeous. I read this. I mean, how could I not talk about this? No, no, no. I mean, it's it's just incredible. And, uh, yeah. So I'm in love with this book right now. I'm. (laughs) All right, man. Well, thank you very much. So, Mia, what are you reading? Oh, man, so much. Uh,. I'm going to I'm going to give my mad props this week to uh Next Wave Agents of Hate I kick you in, or kick your face 
Um, as a lot of you guys know, um, I just recently got back into getting the, the monthly uh, floppy issues. <laughs> thanks to Rashad. Totally thanks to Rashad. No, completely thanks to Rashad. Um, uh, mostly because my boyfriend and I uh, just consume so many comics and we consume them so fast, it's just more economic for us to get the trades. Plus, I'm impatient, so I can't stand waiting. But uh, <laughs> it's true. It's totally true. I need like five issues at once. But uh, <laughs> do say to the lady, it's just not enough for me. <laughs> but, uh, no, man. Like when you we know, do... the Savannah crew can bring something that the Chicago crew can't, and that Ladies. is a female. <laughs> oh, oh. I didn't say it. <laughs> and, and Scott Young's like little guitar playing girlfriend doesn't count. Like oh, she doesn't count. That don't count. We're arguing sweater puppies now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Continue me. I'm sorry I'm to interrupt. You know, no. I just I got to give props to Next Wave because um, Rashad introduced me to the first. Uh, well, like he introduced me to Next Wave when the first trade came out, and I hadn't read like a mainstream book in a long time because I got really into the indie books. And I strayed away from, like, reading anything DC Marvel. Not because I don't like them. I just wasn't as interested. And and Rashad's been trying to get me to read Superman and all this other stuff. And he goes, next wave. you got to read next <laughs> wave. Worked. Yeah, he's like, this is your book, Mia. So I picked it up. Is he like and, you're a pusher, man? Yeah, he is. He's like my pusher. <laughs> he, I laughed my ass off when I read the book. And, like, I'm a big Warren Ellis fan anyway. But Stuart Eminem's work on this just blew me away. Like, uh, I... I'd never seen him draw anything like this before. You right, know, yeah. Um, Switched his style up for that. Yeah, he did. And I totally love this new style. Uh, it's great. So, uh... It's just off the wall, I think, is what you would want It's to really... Say. It's <coughs> off the wall, but well, it's, it's got... Yeah. It's got, uh... I don't know. It's got this really nice graphic feel to it. And, uh... It just tells the story so well. But, anyhow. Getting, getting to the, the second volume. Uh, if you haven't read Next Wave, Agents of Hate, the first volume... It's basically uh, a group of really obscure Marvel superheroes, um, with the addition of the captain, um, and they they get hooked up with uh, <laughs> Dirk Anger, who's the uh, who's the uh, commander of hate, and uh, they find out that the this group that they're hooked up with uh, is actually uh, sponsored by this terrorist organization, and they're not having any of it, so they break off from them. And um, in the second volume, it's really them, uh, you know, finishing everything off and. Destroying the big bad, you know. But uh, they have those who don't know, we got these talk about the cast. We got we got Elsa Bloodstone. Yeah, <laughs> where, where is she from? She's like the only one I didn't really she's know. She's like the old that, that horror comics of yeah. a while you know, back in the day. Her dad, like Tomb of Dracula. Yeah, I was. Well, yeah, she's like Buffy before there was a Buffy. Long yeah. before there was a Buffy. Her was, whole her whole family, they have yeah. the Bloodstone, and that's what okay. gives them like near immortality, and they're monster hunters. Yeah. She's so like she's proto Buffy. Yeah, yeah. Long okay. before. Not saying just. And then there's Monica. There's Monica. Well, she was Captain Marvel, then she was full time, and Captain Marvel, man. Yeah, well, she's like she was awesome as Captain Marvel. Yeah, but then Captain Marvel came back, which she tells us constantly in this comic. Right, she was on the Avengers, you guys. That's the joke. Yeah, yeah. And then and then there's Aaron Stack, otherwise known as Machine Man. And let me tell you. The whole reason I read this comic is from Machine Man and Dirk Anger because. Is Dirk Anger is Nick Fury, you guys, but they couldn't use Nick Fury. <laughs> so they have Dirk Anger instead. But the whole time I'm sitting there reading Aaron Stagg stuff, like, it's actually become a, a saying in our house where we're coloring. We'll get to, like, those midnight sessions, and we're like, oh, my robot brain needs beer. So <laughs> 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 it's totally true. But, uh, and then there's, there's, a uh, 
my in on this book, I swear, like when I was reading it the first time, Tabby uh, from from she, the X Men. Yeah. When I she used to be boom boom. boom. When I was in high school, oh, I was oh no seriously seriously I got she the greatest white, she I got the greatest story white about trash this. Wood, right? When what I was in high school, I was like you know one of those girls that like read comics on the sly and didn't let anybody know because they weren't popular at the time and thinking oh I'm gonna get beat up in the halls. Anyhow, this this guy I knew in my math class. How high school was, do you go to where girls get beat up? School of hard knocks. You know, I was I was already like a geek, but uh, you know, none of that. Um, right. No, like I I sat down next to this kid in my high school, and he was completely into the X Men, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. You know, I I read Batman, and he's like, oh no, you got to read Uncanny X Men, and it was when Joe Mad was doing yeah. it, and it was like uh like Bro. one of the first issues he handed over to me was like it was Cyclops ver or not Cyclops, it was it was Psylocke versus Sabretooth Nuff said, yep. and uh. It had Tabby in it. And I'm looking at her and, you know, I'm like, oh, she's Boom Boom at the time. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool power or whatever. And then I got her back and I was like, she's, like, so underused. You could do something totally, oh, totally funny yeah. with her. And I remember thinking that at the time. And then when she showed up here and she's like, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, she, Tabby's had, like, more secret identities than anyone. And she's like, yeah, they all sucked. <laughs> I thought that in high school, too. <laughs> but, no, this book, this book is amazing. Just for the way that it kind of, like, I want to say reinvents the superhero genre because everybody always says that kind of stuff. Kind of like a invincible a little bit. In the yeah, world. it just it takes you in a different direction yeah. with it, and yeah. it it's just fun. The it's whole fun book romp. is fun, and that's what like really got me into comics in the first place. Was fun. Yeah, you know, fun reads. So. Yep. Well, what I'm <laughs> well, what I'm reading. In case anyone wants to know, yes, I'm re uh, my top of the stack is Omega: The Unknown, issue five of ten. Uh, this is written by Jonathan Lethem. Um, if, if you guys don't know who Jonathan Lethem, Lethem is, he's like one of these hotshot American young writers that, you know, the literary world is just like, oh, oh, he's like, he kind of lump him in with like Michael Chabon, you know, stuff like that. Like, um, he's written, uh, if you haven't checked it out, there's a book, Fortress of Solitude, which is really cool. And it's, you know, it's about this one white kid coming up in Harlem and that sounds cliche and trite, but it's more than that. It's a book about the emergence of vernacular art especially like punk and hip hop and funk and and comics and uh graffiti and uh he's just a hell of a writer and uh, and in that book uh the main character in in Fortress of Solitude just loves this comic Omega the Unknown and it was a it was a series published by Marvel way back in the early 70s and uh and then after that book, Marvel apparently contacted Lethem and said, "Hey, you want to do new a revamp of it?" And he's like, "Hell's yeah!" And uh, there's a guy, Farrell Dalrumpel. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but I love this comic for a lot of reasons. Um, primarily for the color palette, there are just some McNasty colors in this. McNasty. But together, that purple's harsh. To look I mean, at. that that magenta is really rough to look at. But like. Oh my gosh! I mean, it 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 just makes oh in 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 combination they're really really good. <laughs> but uh, on the surface, it's about this it's about this kid who's uh who's uh been homeschooled and stuff, and his his folks are driving him to the city to where he's going to start going to school. And there's a car accident, and it turns out that uh they they get all jacked up, and they end up being like robots and something. And then. Just all this weird stuff ensues, and he and he and he finally goes to the city, and he goes to an inner city school, having a tough time, and and uh, something. Uh, there's a character called the Minx, and he's like 
if you took Batman and just made him a douche, that's what he is. The Minx. But the Minx is just this douchey guy. He's a superhero that drives around in this Minx mobile, but it looks like an ice cream truck. And everybody loves him and kisses his butt. And he arrives on the scene and they're like, Oh, the Minx is here. Great. And, Anybody who brings he, ice cream to a super fight? Yeah. Hands down. And he's got like just a ton of sidekicks and he's just a total total douche, but I love I love that character. Great. I love reading him week to week and uh so basically this kid who's who's now drifting in the world um has these weird omega symbols on his hands and and uh they emit rays whenever he's in trouble and stuff. And then there's this weirdo in a blue jumpsuit that's that's kind of shadowing him, and uh, you don't really know their relationship yet, but you do know that the dude in the blue jumper must eat live, uh, well, not live, but he must eat, like, birds only, like eagles <laughs> and turkeys, and he catches them, and he, ha- he can't just go to the KFC like everybody else. He has to catch them in the wild and then uh, physically kill them himself and then, and then cook them himself. And... <laughs> So we know that there are robot parents, there's a douchey uh, Batman wannabe named the Minx, Uh, we got a guy in a blue jumpsuit uh, that has to eat eagles, whether they're endangered or not, Um, and uh, that's pretty much, uh, you know, all I should have to tell you in order for you to go check it out. (laughs) So, uh, so, So Nate, man, what are you reading? Well. Nat, sorry, not Nate. Man. It's all good, it's all good. What I'm reading... I'm reading a lot of stuff, but I definitely wanted to plug in Berserk, the manga Berserk, put out by Dark Horse. And you definitely have to give Dark Horse props on bringing this book over and a lot of the titles. And, they, you know, they just keep it real. They didn't edit it. They just kept everything just as it was as, from, as it came from Japan. And Berserk's been going on since, like, the late 80s, once the 88, 89. Your Berserk's a long series. Yes, it's really long. And, like, it starts, you know... It starts off with, with Guts. He's like the main character, the black hey, swordsman. Hey, Nat, real quick before... I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like... Dude, your voice is pimp, man. Can you just say... Can you just like say this? Chocolate rain. Can you can you sing that for me? I, I sure can. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate rain. Awesome. Awesome. Continue. I'm sorry. I had to do sure, it. Sure. For sure. But um... It's, man, it's like basically the best like sword and sorcery comic that I've ever even read. Open, ever? You know, really? ever seriously ever wow. it's it's real you know the, the imagery in it and like it's just so it's so crazy it's pretty violent it's not for the faint-hearted and a lot of crazy shit just happens there's in, some in this nudity man. in there too yeah but, <laughs> some, some nudity body. yeah there's some nudity there's violence man there's demons and like this is volume volume 21 recently came out and if uh and it's like griffith one of the uh really like the main protagonist he returns in like his human form and um, Guts is battling He's like naked human. Yeah, it's <laughs> naked. You know, yeah, it's as Mia pointed out, it's pretty gay. <laughs> when came back. With like you know the feathers and shit, and you know, and everybody was enthralled. But like, <laughs> they were man. Look at this. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. You know, on like yeah, they were when he came back. I'm gonna show it to you. You know, it's like yeah, I'm gonna read it to you. It's He's like pretty, yeah. He's a pretty guy. <laughs> at that moment, all who were there forgot to breathe. <laughs> and we're enthralled. Dude. Oh. Wow. Wow. Even, a, even Guts, like his face on this panel over here is like, 
God damn, look at that. Wow. Yeah. That's only his one out, you guys. So yeah, it's kind of and it's like, I can tell you what, it's like some, I could read like a volume of Berserk, you know, I might read it once or twice, but there's one volume, like 12 or 13, that I've only read once because it was just like totally crazy, so intense. And if you've seen, uh, and if you've seen the cartoon, it ends on like uh, OVA 12, I believe. And that's like whenever... They have the eclipse, but um, that volume, third, twelve and thirteen are like really like one of the most intense, and there's pretty pretty disturbing shit that goes that happens during the eclipse, and it changes the story a lot. But mm. I highly, you know, um, if you're not squeamish, it's not for the faint of heart. But if you like sword and sorcery, great artwork. I know this guy has assistance and like, but like, man, it's like the epic. The battles are epic. The monsters are epic too. Yeah, the monsters, the demons. I mean, just like the whole thing is. Yeah, just if you guys ornate. think it's like it's not like you know manga like Pokemon or things you right. see, like the big eyes. This is like you know a yeah. fantasy style artist for guys who's not a hardcore in the manga. You should check this one out too because yeah, even if you're a Capes and Cow kind of yeah, guy, it's like, not. It's, it's something you guys would check out. There's yeah. like mad cross hatching. Like even the backgrounds, the backgrounds are amazing. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's totally and like and even whenever he goes and like whenever he shows like guts going off into like a just a berserker rage. He gets that brush. And then there's like scenes like this with just this weird, <laughs> just like, rich. you know, just thin lines and shit. I mean, it's good just, stuff. it's it's really good stuff. And I keep up with it even online too. But I definitely, you know, go out and buy the volumes when they come out. I do support, I do support the things that, um, that I like, that I, you know, I go out and buy it. And I have all 21 volumes so far. I plan on getting the rest, but I do keep up with the newer Fanboy. ones. Yeah. So, there's, so, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, Jared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you, hey, hey, hey. What are you doing? Just but kidding. Just kidding. As a man who doesn't read much manga, what should I get? That? Should I get that? If you're mm. into, if you're into this kind of stuff, if you, like, I mean, like I said, you know, if you're if into you, badass dudes with big swords yeah. and yeah. monsters, then yes. Yeah. If you can read Scott Pilgrim, you can read Berserk. If, oh, yeah. If, if yeah. You, like as a guy that's not into manga, there's something out there that you probably like. Like it's not all like Desu girls and yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not the big eyes or cute things. It's, it's, it's not even drawing that kind of style. I mean, I mean you know, and, and honestly, I do want to, you know, I do want to give a big shout out to Dark Horse because, like, you know, they're still putting out books. Dude, they're like, putting out Astro Boy too, and I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they stay pretty true. To put, like, yeah, and I've been like, I've been following. You know, I'm, I'm an old school cat, and I've been following Viz <laughs> when they were first putting out like Gray Digital Target, Mida Psychic Girl, and they're putting out some real good titles battle angel leader but you know like i said i love naruto i love all that stuff you know don't mm -hmm. give me I, i'm cracked out on naruto i mean every, every <laughs> we were know, actually every week, reading it before the show you know but voices. like viz needs to step on up they need to put yeah. start putting back out some of the uh, heavier titles they need battle angel leader last order come on vagabond one of the best samurai mangas that's out there and yeah. then there's only one damn book a year and they used to put that out like almost every other month i mean you know, come on. I like Shonen Jump. I like all the cool, you know, stuff. Man. You need some variety. Though. We need some variety, Viz. Yeah. You know, y'all got to get on the ball, man. You know what I'm saying? We need more Vagabond. We need we need some more Battle Angel. We Come on. Let's get with it. You know what I'm I saying? Think, I got cash in my pocket. I'm ready to spend. Jake, but, I, just, I think we need to bring out more of the Seinen series over here, which is like the, the next step up from the shonen stuff like like naruto's for the younger crowd and then it goes up and it's for like for the, the older guys. for those of us of the cape and cowl persuasion what is shonen oh shonen. okay shonen shonen comics are boys comics which would be like your naruto your bleach 
they're comics that are specifically made with a with a male so audience in mind. Or yeah, or, or your kids are reading. Right but now. it's mostly See, it's mostly it, for yeah. a younger. It's mostly for younger, younger boys. 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 Like Showing under, okay, cool. I think it's under eighteen. Yeah, under yeah. eighteen. Yeah. And then uh, the next step step up from that is more like Sinan. And that's like your berserk. Um, I know everybody here is sick of hearing me like fawn over this series. There's a series called um, Dolls by Naked Ape, and it's not the series that Tokyo Pop is putting out by a very similar name. Yeah. But uh, it's um, actually about like a future version of Tokyo where they're um, they're so uh, against crime that they actually started um, uh, sentencing criminals before they're even caught, and they have this special execution squad that has like 42 different squads. And um, the story really follows this one guy who gets onto squad number one. And it's it's basically about how they're surviving in a world who hates them, even though they're, they're keeping this crime off the street. And, and the series Kinda is really... Kind of like the X-Men. It's sort of, except that, <laughs> except that these guys go around and, like, if you have a murderer loose on the street, they don't have to bring him into justice. They just if, if he's been sentenced already without him ever being there, they just take him out. So Sweet. there's some really bloody scenes in that comic but it's so intense and the story's great yeah, and cool. it's uh it's definitely not like your i always call them desu girls but it's, <laughs> it's really not like magical girl and there's nothing wrong with magical girl but for the people that are like more cape and cowl yeah. you just want to look for the stuff that's I mean, older yeah. audience i mean yeah dark horse you know i mean check out berserk check out um mpd psycho oh mpd psycho so good blade of the <laughs> mortal i mean you know what i'm saying it's like you know blade of the mortal <laughs> Um, you know, it's now going to be in trade paperback form. They're going to put it in trades. And I'm really going to miss it, you know, because I've got every issue of the monthlies. And um, it's really kind of hard right now because I go to the comic book shops and try to find some stuff to buy that I usually, you know, a lot of stuff that I used to buy that was monthly. And now they're, you know, going to put it in trade paperbacks and it's taking a long time. But I'm going to be a little bit patient, stuff like that. But um, that's just my thing. You know, check it out. Check it out. So, hey, real quick, uh, two more people have been sitting patiently on our panel today. Uh, students who, uh, you know, I'm forgetting their names. But uh, first of all, Mr. Hornsby, will you step up? What, what do you read, man? Come here. Tell us what you're reading, man. Uh, lately, I don't know if I'd say it's my top of the stack or whatever, but lately I've been going back and reading the old uh, Age of Apocalypse trade paperback. Oh, hey! Yeah. 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 So, uh, I guess after reading Ultimates 3, um, Joe Ultimates Mad, Volume 3, yeah, Joe Mad, uh... I mean, so you will about that, but really gave me a hankering back for the old 90s comics, and so I'm uh, kind of going back to check that out. Yeah, man. Cool. Hey, Tyler, Tyler, what are you, Tyler Nickham, also on the uh, periphery of our panel. What are you reading, buddy? Get closer to the mic. Here. I just actually finished this uh, little graphic novel written back in the early 90s by uh, Neil Gaiman and Dave McKean. Uh, it's called Violent Cases. It's actually a pretty interesting book uh, about uh, an author trying to find out uh, some information from his father. But what's really fascinating and awesome about this book is the artwork. I mean, you just look at the um, the pencil mark making. It's very expressive and uh, mixed media, the paint uh, wash. And there's just certain parts of it where very cartoony. And then there's very realistic. And then there's just, it's all over the place. And you're, you don't find yourself bored at all at any moment when you're reading it. Even though you might find yourself getting lost or confused about the story, but if you really just look at it, you'll find it's visual to... candy. Yeah. It's visual candy. Definitely. Well, yeah. thank thank you, Tyler. Uh, I highly recommend him picking it up. It's Thanks, another dude. one of those really large format ones. Yeah. From the two of them, like Mr. Punch, those were great. Well, that concludes top of the stack. Uh, I think what 
I think we got some listener email already. We got some people. <laughs> we got some people listening in. Some other students listening in over in our computer lab in two hundred four. What Burkhalter? What what have they sent us over here? Um. Well, let's see. First one we got. Uh, hey, around comics. What's going on? Are you guys in Chicago or Savannah? I'm so confused. Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve. What else we got there? We're called it. Okay, um, dear around comics, I feel first off, this isn't the letter. Okay, this is me, Kevin, speaking here. I feel a little awkward reading this. One, Want me to read it? Want me to read it? No, 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 that, what's wrong with this right. email, man? Well, all right, you'll just hear this, and then I'm sorry I said anything. I'm sorry. All I said right, all right. Last weekend. I saw Jarrett, Rashad, and Nat out on the dance floor shaking, <laughs> shaking those fine black bodies. <laughs> I'm, are I'm, you shitting me? <laughs> I'm just curious, are any of them single? And if so, do they have phone numbers? Yes. 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 Tiny yes. dancers. I, I wouldn't give those phone numbers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you can find Rashad. We can definitely say two of them are single, and yes, they do have phone numbers. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Thus concludes. Thus concludes the looking portion of the project. Don't give me trouble. Don't give me trouble. And since you. since these uh, since our last email, uh, uh, Cinder wanted desperately to become friends with. Well, they uh, should join our friends of the program. Go to www.aroundcomics.com where you can download and print out our LCS challenge flyer. Um, after that, ask your comic shop manager or owner if they'll display it in their store, and if they do, send us an email and we'll mention you in the store on the show, as well as post it on our site. So become a friend of the program today. Woo! And you can also go to iTunes and leave us a review. Go to the podcast section of iTunes and leave us a review. Christopher Neeson loves these. And if you left a review already, go make a new screen name and leave another one saying how awesome the Savannah crew is. And thank you if you do that. <laughs> I, love special, you. I love you from Rashad. No. Do say to the ladies. <laughs> yep. And lastly, this episode is once again brought to you by InStockTrades.com. They're offering this month's reading selection, the originals, to around comic listeners for an amazing 35% off the cover price. Ooh, wow. God damn. So go get your copy today for eleven sixty nine for the soft cover or sixteen twenty two for the hard cover. Nothing soft about me. Oh, <laughs> that was so inappropriate. <laughs> Awkward. How could you say that during such an important message? <laughs> I love they give thirty percent off. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Check out the graphic novel, the war-winning graphic novel by Dave Gibbons. Watchmen. In stock trade, he offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. This is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions. Son of Galactus, <laughs> omnibus. And more, all at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over $50 or what? Free! Give us more free! I like free. Give us free! Give us free! Yeah, that's, 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 uh, they ship free. You know, they they're, free, all, all orders over $50 ship free. Oh. <laughs> they're not free. Oh. And neither are you guys, because there's something else yeah, like, important that Kevin out. needs to tell us about. <laughs> oh, right, me. Uh, we, we are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency, medi emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, 
and an avenue back into paying work. This is a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit www.heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. And if you're really into us, please check out what's going on here in, SCAD, in SCAD's sequential art department by visiting our blog at uh, sequelab.com. That's S-E-Q-A-L-A-B.com. It's a sequential art testing ground for the SCAD students, faculty, and alumni. Find department news, information on upcoming events, uh, give feedback on works in progress, and learn more about the department visits and guest artist appearances. Log on today. Go to www.seqalab.com. I'd like to remind everybody to join us on Thursday. We'll be talking to uh, creator Cameron Stewart of Catwoman fame and The Other Side by Jason Aaron. Um, (laughs) I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. I'd like to thank all my grad students. High fives. All right. High fives. And I'd like to thank the Savannah. We're not minors. Not on campus. It's a dry campus, sir. Um, thanks to the Savannah College of Art and Design for all the sweet gear that we're using today, and for hosting sweet us sweet as gear. always. One more shout out to Miss Andrea Bell, who has worked very, very, very hard this week. Who has worked very hard this week. To uh, master the recording software and the recording equipment. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. We'll be back on Thursday with, uh, with, our, with our talk with Cameron Stewart. In the meantime, we'll be everywhere in... And around Comics! Comics! Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production. Copyright 2008.